Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Hello and welcome to episode number 31 of The Determined Mom Show. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate the support of all of you mom business owners. I've been getting some great feedback lately on um, some of the episodes and if you ever have something that you would like to have covered on the Determined Mom Show, I would love for you to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Facebook, send me a message. You can email me at amanda at thedeterminedmom.com and I would love, love, love to hear your feedback. So today we are going to talk about how to spot a bad client before it is too late. I have had in 2019 two clients uh, that were very high ticket clients that I actually had to let go. I kind of had to break up with them. No one wants to break up with a client. Um, It's a very awkward situation to be in. And the one client I worked for for about 10 months as a contractor and just the business practices did not align with my core values as a person. I like to be open and honest and not deceptive in any way. And there was some conflict there. And I also had a lot of issues with other things. So I'm going to go ahead and go through a list in just a minute of 10 things that my problem clients that I had in 2019 did. And those should have been red flags for me from the beginning. And of course they were, but I was hesitant to cut it off early because I wanted to give the project a chance. I wanted to go through that and go through that process with them and learn about their business and see how I could effectively help them better and make their business better at the same time. So these red flags that we're going to talk about can happen at any time during the client relationship and they should be taken as red flags the moment that they happen. And you should pay attention to them and definitely, definitely try to, you know, if you're already in the contract, then try to negotiate your way out of the contract. It just happens to everyone. It's just something, it's almost like, it's just a natural occurrence. And I know everybody listening has had this happen to them at some point in time. So I'm going to go ahead and go through the ones that I have experienced and these two clients um, happen to have a lot in common as far as all of these red flags. So I think there's a pattern there. I'm going to go ahead and say I think there's a pattern. And if you recognize any of these patterns, you know, in your clients, they make you uncomfortable. Any of those things, definitely go ahead and reevaluate that because it's not worth the stress that it takes on your, you know, your own work Like you want to be able to enjoy what you do. I personally love what I do and um, I did not love what I was doing for them because of the way that they A, made me feel when I was doing it. And there's a lot of things about that. I'm an empath and if you're an empath, you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, they were definitely taking a lot of my energy, like my energy. I didn't have any energy left for my family. I didn't have any energy left for my husband. I didn't have any energy left for myself because I was just constantly on and constantly being drained of my energy. All of my positive energy was being drained and replaced with negative energy. And that's just not a good way to run a business. It's not a good way to be a mother and it's not a good way to be a wife. So 
my problem clients had, I'm going to start with the first one. The first one is they needed me right away. Like they wanted me to start tomorrow. Okay. And whenever someone is in one of those situations, they're not taking the time to evaluate if you're a good fit for their business. They're just in a pinch. They're in a bind. They're going to hire anyone and you came to the top of the list and you want to make sure that you're going to be the person that is basically giving them what they need as opposed to what they think they need, if that makes sense. So having them not being evaluating properly what they're doing and and how they're hiring and their hiring processes, that's a red flag right there. So if they don't take the time to like interview multiple people, they don't take the time to go through that hiring process and they just want you to start, I think that is a red flag in itself. They're not invested in their business in the way that they should be and they're not invested in knowing that they're making that right hiring decision. So they're going to also be impulsive in other areas of their business and it's going to show right through. So um, the second thing is they contacted me too often. So I always set boundaries in the beginning with my clients of, okay, I'm going to be available during this time and this time. And this is the way that we're going to communicate this, this communication method. And if they still cross those boundaries, if they're still calling you, texting you, emailing you, or anything outside of those communication channels that you agreed upon in the beginning, and outside of those hours, that's also an issue. You don't want to allow them to do that and allow them to continue to do that. My first client, I'm so guilty of that. Um, I allowed him to definitely, definitely contact me outside of hours. And I also was taking phone calls and making phone calls for him. So I would get phone calls at like eight o'clock at night from his clients. And it was just not a good, a good process. So That was a hard, hard thing for me to learn, and I no longer take clients that I have to make any type of phone calls for. I learned that the hard way as well. But, you know, all these things are learning curves, learning. I I take them, and I learn from them, and I hope that you do the same, and you don't beat yourself up over them, and just take them, move on, learn from them, and you know what you're going to do differently with the next client that you get. So they also wanted to revise wording on my contract, in my contract, or use their own multiple times. So it wasn't just like, oh, do you think you could change this one word? It was multiple revisions to the contract, or they wanted to use their own contract. Typically in these type of contractor, contractee relationships, the contractor that's providing the service is going to be the one that provides the contract because they are, you know, the one providing that service. They're very familiar with their industry, the terminology and all of those things. So when they want to use their own contract or um, they revise your wording in your contract multiple times, that is also a red flag. Another one, and this kind of goes back to um, number two, but they refuse to use a normal method of communication. So this could be they only want to communicate, for example, through something that's not in an organized manner. So maybe they only want to text you and then you always have to, and they text you like really detailed information that you then have to take and put into another form. Like maybe you're using Trello or Freedcamp or ClickUp or something like that as your main hub of information for that project. And they're constantly just using a different form of communication than you agreed on. 
that will make it 10 times harder for you and it will eventually just stress you out to the max. So I had a client that wanted to use only a Google Sheet to communicate and use color-coded replies. So I would reply, she would write in red, I would reply in purple, her next reply would be in blue, my next reply would be in green. So by the time we were done, it looked like this crazy rainbow colored Google sheet and it gave me such a headache to try to figure out what her last reply was. Um, A simple use of something like pick up Freed Camp Trello or even Slack, something like that would have been a really great um, method, but that client would not use any of those. So definitely difficult when, you know, you agree on a method of communication initially and it gets changed. Another uh, red flag, number five, is they constantly add layers of work to the project without notice and they expect the rate to stay the same. So when you start out with someone and you're, let's say you're doing social media management and they request, uh, let's say, Instagram management, and then the next day they're like, oh, but I think I should be on Twitter too. And then the next day they're like, oh yeah, Facebook, I need to have a Facebook page and I think I need to create a couple more pages. All of that, um, they're kind of requesting at the last minute and they don't want to change the contract. They don't want to add those things on. Obvious red flag, um, huge red flag. And that's when you either renegotiate the contract or terminate the contract at that point. They don't use, it's number six, they don't use the programs, workflows, and methods that you've created to make their company run smoother. So a lot of times as either social media, um, VAs, um, marketing managers, any of those things, we tend to try to make their workflows easier. We try to make um, automations. We try to make things so then that way they don't have to go out of their way to, um, you know, do something or do a process or create a process. And they agree to use these things after we create the workflow or program or method, but they refuse to use them, you know, going forward. You'll talk to them and say, hey, do you think you could, you know, use this because this is the the method that we agreed upon and that we set up for you. And they'll say, yes, yes, I'm going to use it. I'm going to start today. And then the next time you look, they haven't used it, they haven't entered that client information, and that automation is just costing them money because then you're doing double the work or triple the work or they're doing double the work. Any of those things are just not going to work and it's going to make bad energy, more tension, all of those things in your client relationship. Number seven is they have unrealistic expectations even after those expectations are clearly lined out in the initial meetings. If you sit down with them at the beginning and talk about what your expectations are of them, what their expectations should be of you, of the work that you're doing, um, you can expect this amount of increase in engagement. This is what our target is. You know, you can expect this amount of increase in site visits, whatever your, your project is. If they have unrealistic expectations, even after those expectations are clearly outlined, that their expectations are above and beyond what you had initially agreed on, that is also a huge red flag. So that means that they're never going to be satisfied with what you do, no matter what, and you would probably be better cutting your losses at the beginning of that relationship rather than several months down the line. Another one is that they don't respect your hours of operation. And I 
kind of also touched on this earlier um, with the, you know, refusing to use a normal method of communication and that they contacted me too often. But refusing to, especially for mom business owners, it's really important um, that we have those hours that we have dedicated to our families and, you know, dedicated to activities and things like that. And we can't be answering phone calls or urgent messages and things like that in those hours that we're off. So if they don't respect your hours of operation, especially from the very beginning, um, that is a huge red flag. The ninth one is that they speak poorly of former employees or contractors that work for them. So this is often the case in people that are not really in it for the people, I guess I would say. They're not really interested in having employees that are respected, valued, that are, you know, part of the team, kind of that morale plays a a really large part in any type of business management. And if that particular person, the owner of the business, the manager, whoever has hired you to work for them is speaking poorly of any current former uh, or, or former employee, or maybe they're speaking poorly of a customer, contractor, maybe another, they use another contractor, maybe an accountant or something, and they're speaking poorly of that accountant, even though they still use them. This is a huge red flag because that just means that whatever you do for them, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to be satisfied. And there's also that potential that they are going to speak poorly of you when you're done working with them. So I'm trying to find a way out of that contract and to terminate. If you start seeing that red flag is a really important one because it's going to save you a lot of face in the end. Number 10 is they do not have respect for their own clients or customers. So if they see a client or a customer as a dollar sign, if they see a client or customer as a number, if they see a client or customer as someone that doesn't know any better um, than to buy their product, that is a huge red flag. So In both of the instances that I'm talking about, um, both of these people definitely, definitely were only looking at their their potential clients from a numbers standpoint. They wanted, um, which it's fine to have goals and numbers of clients, but when that is all they are to you, that is a really big red flag because it's not going to, you're not going to have that personal evaluation and personal relationship. So I hope that you found these 10 red flags helpful and that you will use them when evaluating whether or not a client is the right client for you. Just because someone is offering you money to do something doesn't necessarily mean that you should be doing it. I think that's something, especially when we start out, and this this is something that I'm definitely guilty of, is, you know, money is money and it is not in reality always money. Money can be, money is energy, I should say. And if that money is bringing you negative energy, it is not worth your time, it's not worth your family, and it's not how you can grow your business. So if you avoid taking on red flag clients like this, then it's going to um, allow you to have plenty of money in the long run and plenty of um, success instead of plenty of stress. So I urge you to use this and I will have this checklist of 10 things, 10 red flags of working with clients, and you will be able to um, download that. So that's going to be in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Determined Mom Show. I'm going to encourage you, if you enjoy what you hear and if you've listened to any other episode and you've found any type of value from it, to please leave a review on iTunes. I have not been talking about this because I feel like in order to naturally grow my podcast, I would like to avoid encouraging you know my listeners to, to leave reviews, but I realize that it is definitely something that I need to do. It's something that every podcast owner or host does, and I think it is a very important part. So if you would kindly leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to this podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. And what that's going to do is it's going to allow me and you to reach as many mom business owners and new listeners as we can and help them to grow their business. So I'm looking forward to next week when we talk about taxes. Yay! It's going to be a great episode and you're going to learn how to do your taxes the right way and how to do them in a an organized and stress-free way. Have a great week. This episode of the Determined Mom Show is brought to you by the Determined Mom and the Google My Business Management Package. Take your business to the top of Google search results with a highly effective managed Google My Business listing. We manage Google My Business listings for many clients, and those clients have historically been at the top three of the Google results page for their industry and location after just a few months of our management services. Leave your Google listing in expert hands and allow us at The Determined Mom to manage you to the top. For more information on how to sign up, check the show notes or visit thedeterminedmom.com forward slash podcast forward slash episode 31.